Amazing. Good morning. Well, it's really great to be kicking off our series, as Tom said earlier, called Scattered Servants. So we're going to be exploring this theme over the coming weeks of um, who God calls us to be and the things that he's calling us to do in the context that he's placed each of us in. And so the title of the talk today is Immeasurably More, Immeasurably More. And we're going to be looking at what it means to live lives that are full of God's immeasurably more for us. Uh, Before we do that, I would love to share a little bit of my story of God's immeasurably more, that's quite hard to say, immeasurably more in my life. Um, I'll try and make this quick because a lot has happened, um, but just very briefly, at the age of 19... Well, firstly, I was brought up in a Christian home, amazing Christian family, and at the age of 19, following um, a few wayward teenage years, shall we say, at the age of 19, I tangibly, even audibly, I think, heard the voice of God over my life, felt and sensed the call of God into Christian ministry. And at that time, I just thought, Oh my goodness, Lord, I can, there's no way I can ever do that. 22 years later, so I'm giving away my age. 22 years later, I find myself here serving my curacy in this incredible family, in this incredible church. And I've been here three months now. And there are many times over the last three months where I've just said to God, I'm so grateful that you have done immeasurably more than I could have imagined or thought back when I was 19, young and innocent, maybe not so innocent actually, (laughs) Um, young, um, just sensing this call of God in my life, but not really knowing how that was going to take shape. Um, And so I think it's fair to say that my my path, my journey hasn't certainly been a straight trajectory. It's, It's been a twisty, turny journey of hurdles and stumbling blocks and unexpected curveballs and difficulties and disappointments, as well as all the good things, of course, as well. But I'm sure many of you can relate to that, that life is a little bit like that, isn't it? It certainly doesn't always go in a straight line. And there were certainly setbacks on my journey that made me wrestle with God and think, there's no way that I could do what you're calling me to do. Um, But slowly but surely, God gave me the confidence and courage to dare to believe that he did have a calling over my life and that he did have a purpose for my life. And I began to grow in confidence and and dare to believe that those those things might be true. Um, The setbacks came and... It's easy to see those setbacks as um, a hindrance, I suppose, in a way to God's purposes in our lives. But I can look back now and just see how um, nothing is wasted with God, even the hard stuff, even the disappointments, the pain, the stuff that we just don't understand, the things that happen to us that maybe we don't have answers for. But with God, nothing is wasted and he's working all of those things for our good for his purposes. Um, So I feel as though I am a living testimony to God's immeasurably more, that I find myself here today grateful that he has done immeasurably more than I could have asked or imagined. And I know that um, that's what he wants for every single one of us. 
Um, so we're going to take a look at just one of my favorite pas- passages in the Bible, Ephesians 3, verses 16 to 20. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources that he will empower you with strength by his Holy Spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down deep into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God through his mighty power. Sorry, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power to accomplish immeasurably more than we might ask or imagine. Such incredible words and may those words take root in our hearts this morning. So firstly, at the heart of of this life that God calls us to is the immeasurable love of Jesus that he has for every single one of us. And last week, Kate spoke beautifully and um, told the story of the good shepherd and the lost sheep, this um, wonderful picture of God's character, of his heart and intent towards us. And in the same way that that the good shepherd scoops up the sheep and puts the sheep over his shoulders, our good shepherd, Jesus, is strong enough to carry us, to carry all of our worries. And this is a beautiful picture that communicates just how high, how long, how wide and how deep is God's love for us. Just like the lost sheep got stuck in the thickets, And the brambles, we too so easily can lose our way. We can get caught up in our own mess and our struggles and mistakes, just like that lost sheep. But God chases us down again and again and again and again because he is a God of immeasurable love. And he never gives up on us. He never gives up on us. And what's incredible about this picture is that I would imagine that a sheep is pretty heavy to carry. Um, The good shepherd takes this heavy sheep on his shoulders. And you see here this kind of image of physical intimacy. And I, I think that says so much about God's heart for us that he wants us to live in intimate relationship and connection with him. And when he carries us, it isn't his burden, it's his joy It's his joy to carry us, to carry all of us. And this is a beautiful picture of his love, his love that is greater than any disappointment, any regret, hurt, or failure. Because the love of Jesus always wins the day. 
And because of this immeasurable love, God has given us immeasurably more life. And this passage says, your roots will grow down in his love and keep you strong. At the beginning of the book of Ephesians in chapter 1, it says that we are united with Christ Jesus. That he knew us before we were even born. That we are called by name. That through Jesus we have been adopted into his family. We are heirs in his kingdom We are a royal priesthood. Ephesians 1 talks about this rich kindness that has been showered upon us. So much kindness from God that he would send his son Jesus to die on the cross, to set us free from those things that entangle us and ensnare us. That he would shower his kindness upon us. So this God-given identity of being adopted into God's family means that we are rooted in Jesus. And our roots mean that our very own lives bring his life. And so when, when God calls us into this royal priesthood, when he adopts us into his family, we are invited to recognize and to own and to confidently take a hold of this identity of who God says that we are. From this place of deep connection and intimacy with Jesus, we bring life. We bring his life. This is the joy. This is the glory of humanity and who God has made us to be, that we might share his life because our roots are in him. And so by his glorious grace, we belong to him. We don't need to belong to our past to the things that have caused us pain, to the things that we've messed up. God sets us free from all of that. And he said, that is gone. That is behind you because of all that I've done. And you belong to me. This is incredible belonging that we cannot experience and know outside of Jesus. This belonging means that we are treasured as God's great prize, as his great possession, as his daughters and sons. But we are also trusted. So we are treasured and trusted. Because God has designed and destined us to bring his life. And he calls us to be partners with him, heirs of his kingdom, carriers of his spirit. He makes his home in our hearts. This is true belonging. And so as God calls us, as he designs us to bring his life, he gives us immeasurably more power. Because when we are in relationship with Jesus, we have full access to his power, the Holy Spirit, full access A famous preacher from the late 1800s, E.M. Bounds, says, Men and women have always been God's method. You and I are the the people that God chooses to work through. Isn't that incredible? 
Alan Scott, the author of this book, Scattered Servants, that some of us have been reading recently, says, His greatness is never dependent on making you less. It is demonstrated in raising you up with Christ. God chose you because he wants it to be all of him and all of, all of you. And his glory is not a substitute for who we are. It's the source. His glory is the very source of who we are. And his glory shines out from who he has made us to be. And so by the power of his spirit at work in us, we become a reference point for the glory of God. Through us, God is made known and alive. And so the fruit of his spirit in our lives are those strong branches that come from those deep, healthy, strong roots. And that healthy tree, those healthy branches, will resound and sing and shine and tell of the glory of God because we are alive with him. Alan Scott also says, the dream of God over your life is that you come alive in his presence and bring life to every environment, spilling contagious hope into hurting humanity. God has entrusted believers with an assignment to lead the earth into life. We are not simply volunteers for God, carrying out his to-do list here on earth. We are designed and made to partner with him. And it is by his spirit that we are given authority. By his power, our lives can and will tell the story of God who is immeasurably more and gives immeasurably more. And so finally, as God by his spirit calls us to give and bring his life, we are given immeasurably more authority. I'd love to finish by asking us a question. Who am I becoming? Who am I becoming? Because in many ways, we can become anything we want in this world. Our culture tells us, dream big, follow your heart, do what makes you happy. You are masters of your own destiny. You can do anything that you put your mind to. What is it that shapes you? Who is it that you are becoming? When my first marriage broke down and I began to come to terms with the fact that I was going to be a young, single, Christian, divorced woman. And I, I began to get my head around what that meant for me and my life. Through God's healing power, I began to realize that in his, his economy, the fact that I was becoming a divorced woman wasn't the thing that was going to shape and define me. I was becoming somebody through whom God could do immeasurably more than I could ask or imagine. And it was through that very pain that God was at work. And I love that image of Jesus the shepherd 
and the lost sheep because he scoops up all of the sheep. And God does that with us. He scoops all of us up. He doesn't just take the perfect bits and leave the broken bits behind. He scoops all of us up and he takes us into his arms and he holds us in the safety of his arms. And he says, everything will be okay because my power is at work in your life and I can use everything for my good. Who is it that God says that we are? He says that we are crowned with glory. We are his heirs, his royal priests, and his children, that through Christ Jesus, we have been adopted into his family. Perhaps we might feel like the crown doesn't always easily fit. Perhaps we struggle with the idea of wearing a crown. Perhaps we don't think we're worthy of that crown or we just don't deserve to wear it. But that's kind of the point because it's not about anything that we can do. But that crown is about everything that Jesus has done for us. This is who God says that you are, that you are crowned with his glory. And God chases us down and he never gives up and he draws us back to himself and he says, here is your crown. This is who I say you are. So, will you have confidence today to step out into that royal identity? Will you wear the crown that God has ordained you to wear? A crown of beauty, joy, strength, power, authority, and life. Because we are a people that are made for a mission. We are the people that God has chosen to partner with. We are the people that are full of his glory. And we are the people that bring his life here on earth. Are we ready? Are we ready to step out and accept that crown? Because there is a world that desperately needs to know that there is a God who loves them and is chasing them down. In the same way that Jesus is our very own good shepherd. He has given us divine authority to go into the world and reach the lost sheep. To shepherd them into God's kingdom and to show them their true identity in Jesus. But the shepherd doesn't stay in the building. The shepherd goes out to the field. And God has anointed every single one of us to go out to the field, wherever that might be for you, in the office, at the school gates, at your university, in the home, on your, in your neighborhoods, with your friends and family. God has anointed you to go out into the field and to be Jesus to those scattered sheep who are lost and broken and to show them that in Jesus, there is a place of safety and belonging. In Jesus, there is home. 
Will you wear that crown and accept the authority that Jesus has given you? Walking in the freedom of the Spirit to reveal to the world that there is a God who can do abundantly and immeasurably more than we might ask or imagine. Amen.